The British Empire is the most biggest and the hugest empire we had seen in the history. They had liberated most of their colonies and also lost some of the territories like Ireland. Now they survive as the United Kingdom. And now they had expanded it into a new territory called Kansuk. Today we are going to discuss about the most bloodiest ever liberation of British. India, a country with a huge cultural background. The country which was a part of the British Raj and which gave the main wealth to the British Empire. Not only the wealth, the manpower too to the British has faced the bloodiest destructive partition. The world had watched it. Let us discuss about how the British Empire's partition had impacted India. British were happy to liberate a lot of the countries from their subcontinent as a good Samaritan, but on contrary, they were not at all happy to liberate the Indian subcontinent. They wanted the full control of Indian subcontinent even after the world was because they had the hugest manpower, hugest wealth and hugest think tanks which the world cannot estimate of. Not only the British Kingdom, the entire Europe knows about the India before the Christ was born, before the greatest wars had happened, the entire world knew about the Indian subcontinent. They know what is India, what was India was made of. They were not happy enough to leave this treasure. British had successfully imposed English on India. Even lots of people speak Hindi. English is the most common language spoken among the elite Indians. Even though the countries like French and Portugal were reluctant to leave out the Indian colonies. And even the Dutch people were reluctant to leave the Union territories. That is why still most of the Union territories were known for the Europeans. There is a special bonding with French people and Tamil people, especially in the people of the Sri Lanka, because the territories were under the control of French, where Tamil Nadu, Sri Lanka, and some of the parts of Karnataka and Andhra too, the half of the South India were under the control of French ones. So that is why we could able to know that many Tamil people who had been fled from Sri Lanka have a strong place in France. Not only in Sri Lanka, in Tamil Nadu also, French had played an important role. The districts of Pondicherry has a French curriculum and in Tamil Nadu also many schools have third language as French. So many of the Tamil speakers in Tamil Nadu had also have an impact in French culture. As we have appreciated the French, the Portuguese have the most appreciation when compared to them. The Portuguese were first to arrive and last to leave the country. The Goa once was an epigraphic capital of the Maratha naval empire, but 
when the portuguese took over the place the portuguese had made goa as their own country the portuguese had impacted lot in goa than any of the civilizations which we had been suppressed the portuguese had culturally religiously transformed the entire goa into their own country the goa has been separated from the british empire safely and the french aggression also has been resisted by them the portuguese are the first to enter and the last to leave but the portuguese did not even allow the british or french to keep the steps in india for two centuries the portuguese started to raid the arabian markets which were connecting the asia and europe then the portuguese start to take control over the entire indian ocean the dutch empire has probable successes in the dadra nagar haveli and in daman and daiu but still the dutch empire had huge concentration on east indies african empires and not only that they had also control of some latin american empires they lost most of the wars against british and french in india but still managed to hold territories the british had left the country the french had left the country the dutch also had moved away but from 1498 to 1961 the portuguese were forced to flee from the indian subcontinent the portuguese had a stronger relationship with goa because it had the huge geographical significance it looks like the smaller portugal compared to the europe the portugal has famous thing called football similarly goa has also famous thing called football the brazil is also a portuguese colony once similarly goa also shares lot of things with brazil like the parties like the carnivals and like the cristo redentor goa also shares a huge amount of christianity the british gave english to the south asian country not gave they have forcefully imposed to the countries in the south asia but the thing has became a blessing and curse to the english because we got lot of english speakers but we also have lot of english killers who kill their language with their accents which makes the british to cry the english is not first imposed in india the english was first imposed in united states the united states is where a lot of english killers were born how united states is killing english is their accent becomes an entirely different accent they mix english with french they mix english with spanish they create new words which fades away the originality of english the british invaded and imposed english on india for 300 years and then after the independence the americans invaded india not invaded they had invaded economically 
that's what how to say it economically economic invasion has been done by the americans in the name of information technology sector and imposed american english on us so let us see some of the british greatest ever achievements of how they had took control of australia australia was a country which has been ruled by the people of maoris the maoris were similarly like the sioux people or the haudenosaunee people in the united states so wow the british had took control of australia is the so called explorer captain cook went to australia three times and went successfully to his home two times and at the final third time he could not able to return because he was finished off by the maoris because we know what could have the explorers had done that's what we had studied in the history so what could have explorers had done like the christopher columbus everything we had exposed in internet so i will just give you a small gist what does the european explorers do i have huge respect to the asian explorers like fahian or ibn batuta or even the hunsan they have my hugest ever respect but what does the european explorers do including marco polo these people come here try to establish their networks here and try to invade the places and try to make a colony here that is what the europeans do every time this kind of exploration mindset is what the european has of coming establishing their colony small place and trying to take over the place trying to invade next they will bring the army there that is how the albuquerque or hernan cortes or francisco de almeida or the vasco da gama they tried to take over the places this is what had happened in the side of europeans they don't know what is called hospitality is they don't know the ethics of exploration let it be the samutris of the kerala or montezuma of the mexico or the maoris in the australia they had given lot of hospitality ethics to the people who had came from the europe but what did they do in return you know how the mexico has been massacred how the kerala has been invaded how the australia has been formed everything has been recorded in the history in the name of victories so now i was off topic because i just want to give a small gist of what the europeans were like so this is what i ha- they had done but some of the countries like germany did not even participate in these kinds of things because they had a huge landmass they don't have lot of access to the oceanic territories and they're so land based empires the germany is entirely a different type of country when compared to these kinds of british french or dutch or the portuguese or the spanish so these kind of peoples are having a huge difference in germany or swiss so on the whole let's say about the germans and belgians and the swiss they are totally landlocked and they had not interfered in 
try to expand anything like that. So let's leave them off. So coming to India again. So we will just get to know that how these Europeans accept some of the landlocked countries because they are landlocked, they don't have the plan to expand and they had fought only with the nearby states. And these guys with access to ships went over a lot of places and tried to invade it and they successfully invaded and made the slaves. This is what they had done. The main thing they had done for ages, starting from the hugest Roman Empire, is slavery. Is slavery is banned? Slavery is illegal? No, slavery just has a blanket ban among the Europeans. The Europeans still use slavery. The slavery is persistent and it cannot be removed. The Europeans have a lot of slaves still. But we will explore these some of them. The Europeans are experts in handling slaves. Similarly, cricket, that is a slavery sport. Indeed, how cricket is a slavery sport, you might ask. The cricket is indeed a slavery sport because the batsmen are mostly of rich people and the bowlers are so from the lower backgrounds. That is what the cricket ethics were. You can see the England cricket team, how it is designed and just let me know, friends. And you can also see the things like football. How the football, how the French teams are designed in the football, how the British team are designed in the football. So who plays football? So let's give Germany an exception because Germany is always a landlocked country and Germans are known for their huge strength. So they had, they are the most bulliest guy in the Europe. The Europeans saying that not only we are wrong, you are also wrong to the colonized countries. For each colonized countries, they had also tried to translate their histories. So the translation is a mere translation only, right? So they had also added some extra scripts. So they will think that oh, who is going to proofread these translations, right? So they had also added their own flavors about them. So these translations, they had also imposed some of the colonial pieces in this. The translations have two different meanings. Either they didn't understand the translations of what did they do, or they were purposefully writing some of the scripts that who's going to proofread these translations that had happened. So most of the scripts they had written in their own. They had added a lot of things like that. So they didn't either know the translation perfectly or they had understood this according to this or they need to defend them. So they will impose the translation trolls. So in this translation comedy of errors, the Asians are far, far, far better, including the Arabians. The Arabians had the ethic to give credit to each and every people who had invented the first. They had given credit to Chinese, they had given credit to Indians, they had given credit to the Japanese, they had given credit to each and every people. They had even given credit to the South Indians for where the steeds were went off. The wood steeds original name was Urke. So they had also given credit to each and everything which they had got. 
the Europe had explored a lot of lands and tried to seize control and they had changed the cultures of many countries. These things were not done by Arabs at any case. Arabs did not invade a lot of countries at that side. The most of the countries invaded by the Turks, not the Arabs. The Arabs did not touch most of the places. It was the Turks, it was the Mongolian states, it was not the Arabs. Again, I will reiterate, it was not the Arabs. Many people try to misinterpret that the Arabs had took over India for 600 years. But that is entirely a rubbish thing, according to me. The Arabs had only took over Sindh once and they were also been ousted out by the Afghani people or the Turkish and Irani people. The Afghan, Turkish, Mongol, Iranis, these people were either the Mughals or, Tur or the Sultanates or the Ghaznavids, Kurids or the Shahs. No Arab didn't fight against India. So either this Pakistani or Bangladesh or the Southeast Asian Islamic empires does not equate with Arab because the Arabs were not the invaders at any place. So it must be either the Turkish people or the people from the Persia, which is known as the Iran people, or the Afghan people, they were had some of the conflicts with India, but the Arabs did not fight against India. They had huge wars against the Europeans, but not against the Indians. So this is what I am explaining people that we had controlled by the Turkish people, the Arabic people, Afghan people, people from the Persia, and the people from the Europe, the people from France, the people from Dutch, the Portuguese people. We had a lot of people from this. And not only that, the honorable mention is the Japan. The Japan also has slight control of Northeast, but they had backed off soon by the British. The Japanese had only took control of Burma. And apart from that, they had also had small controls of some of the northeast areas. So the Burma and northeast were inseparable, but until the Assam was the border for the northeast uh, to the Burma. So the Arunachal Pradesh was also included in Assam at that time. So it was known as the hugest Bengal presidency. The Bengal and the Andaman Islands will tell you the history of how the Japan had controlled the Indian subcontinent. The new nations, Nepal, Bhutan, these two nations were an integral part of India. But they were not completely a part of India when the British invaded India. The Nepal and Bhutan were not completely under the control of the British. Similar to the Rajputana Agency, we can also give an honorable mention to them. They were also not under the control of British. Because it was hard to British to take over each and every empires with the sketch. Not only Nepal and Bhutan, so parts of Afghanistan. These people were being used by British. They got the people like the mercenaries, the mercenaries for their army. So they got the Pashtuns from the Afghanistan, the Sikhs from the Punjab, and the Marathas from the Maharashtra. And they had also got the Gurkhas from Nepal and a lot of people from South India also. And I forgot to tell how British had 
took control of Australia after the death of Mr. Cook. The British transported each and every prisoner in the England to the Australia. And the prisoners and the Maoris had a clash. And that's how you know how the Australia and New Zealand had won. And the bloody crusade was also happened in the United States in the name of disease and the plague. And also the Australia and New Zealand was not also left in this. The Bengal famine and the Winston Churchill's arrogancy showed the real face of Britain. The Winston Churchill was the most tallest leader, according to the greatest ever British fanatics. But according to me, Winston Churchill is the true face of the Britain. What is their remarks to the hospitality given by the other countries and how they utilize the countries as their slaves. That's what Churchill teaches to each and every country. Churchill is the greatest ever teacher to me. The Churchill teached me that what is the European mindset and how a normal European lives and how pomp the European British head lives on. The French or the Dutch were not so aggressive, but the British had the command of a lot of countries. So, at the time, the power-hungry person speaks how it was told by Churchill. The Churchill's power-hungry, pompous speech gave a befitting reply to all the multicultural supporters in the current English era. Not a single European was happy on leaving the India. Everyone was devastated and moved to their homelands, liberating these countries. But they are still vengeful on the Indian subcontinent. So they renamed it as South Asia. For the first reason is to stop this Indian subcontinent to speak against us. The Europeans are so, so angry enough still today for leaving the India. When Indians have need to go to United Nations, they were being insulted when the Indians requested aid. They were being trolled when the Indians asked any condemnation. They have been pushed off on even in the China war or Pakistan war. We know where the Europeans stood. Some of the peoples like Soviet Union had supported us because they also know how the backstabbing Europeans live. The Soviet Union is a transcontinental country, so we will have a small history about it. The Soviet Union knows us very well, even in, during the wars of independence. The KGB had infiltrated the India post the independence itself. So they had also had a share of communist people. They had also gave rise to a lot of communist leaders like Jyotiba Swarindra Gandhi. She is not a communist, but she is a centrist. Okay, let us leave it. So, but the KGB had a strong relationship with India at the time. In The KGB did not like one person. It's Subhash Chandra Bose. Because he was against the allied powers. At the time, Soviet was allied due to the anger against the Hitler, the backstabber. So let it be. But the thing is, 
the Soviet Union was not even liked by Europeans and the vice versa. So enemy, enemy is my friend. That's how the relationship between the Soviet Union. The United States had a hugest ever foothold in Pakistan and still helps Pakistan as their natural ally because they want to compete against Russia. The possible solution is the Pakistan. Even the Arab world is now are wary against the United States. So still Pakistan is still a slight colony of the United States and they are also helped in killing the Osama bin Laden or the killing the Taliban commander. The United States PAL is known as Palestine or Pakistan. Sorry, Palestine is a different state. But let's go with the Pakistan. The Pakistan not only has a strong relationship with the United States, it also have a huge population. Half of the elite Pakistanis homeland is the United Kingdom. The generals and their sons were either settled in Europe or in the United States. So this is how the story had happened. The Pakistan is known as the reliable Turkey according to the Europeans. Turkey was not reliable because Turkey has its own different culture and Turkey is entirely having a huge empire once. They had a huge fights against the Europeans. So they were the Seljuks, they had the control of Berbers like that. The Europeans have a huge rivalry against Turkey. So they had created the duplicate Turkey called Pakistan. Pakistan supports both Turkey and the Europe and the United States. That's why it is called as a reliable Turkey. So still why we hate India? We need to ask the United States and Europe is they are still developing. We could not able to infiltrate the entire gold, the entire brain, the entire resources in the India. The Europeans had lost a lot of territories. The United States could not able to empower the entire IT because the Indian IT entrepreneurs are trying to take over the United States markets also. How can we leave that economic giant to live free? India had became an economic rubbish on the 1947. But now from the rubbish, it grew into a Godzilla in the 75th year of independence. How India had become an economic Godzilla is because they have the hugest ever enterprises mindsets that is called the Adanis or Ambanis or Tatas but they have the mindset of making money. Their historical ancestors did not leave the country into a downtrodden street. They had saved their books not in the letters or papers. They had sealed their books in the minds of people. The Indian people are good at memory power. The memorizing tactic of Indians is unbound. So they had memorized the books, they memorized the knowledge, they memorized the tactics in the brain. So that is why they could not able to be conquered still. The Indian mind books were the hugest ever resource. Not only the gold or temple or the places. They build railways to take over the gold. They also need a people. 
the indians warriors are so different in culture the south indian warrior is different to north and northeast is different to the punjabi region people and everyone has a different people so everyone has different ethnicity different regiments are there in indian army currently so we know that indian mind books not only that indian manpower is also a huge thing they had left behind they had left the human resources to live free they cannot digest it still they try to create lot of internal troubles with their intelligence with the riot creating mechanisms so they had engineered lot of enemies to the country they try to split it more and more because they can sap the people from the countries so if india had divided into separate states so they could have easily drained over the people the brain drain is happening but still it is not enough on concluding this podcast i would like to say that the europeans are not even happy to liberate india like liberating the other countries because this india is a gold mine not only the gold they didn't take enough gold because now we know the ananta padmanabha swami had opened he saw a lot of gold that the europeans did not able to take even the robert clive had took lot of gold minted here melted here try to take it to the homeland but the ship has sunk the god had took that gold you should not go to the other areas so that gold would have came back to india that may be possible lot of things lot of miracles are happening there is something is protecting us still europeans are not happy on leaving india they try to split india into 1000 but they could only split india into two they could not able to take over lot of indians to them still the brain drain is happening but the indian population as one is to 10 you could not able to take the entire india so we know the europeans are so pained in leaving india that's what the truth is especially we could able to see in the twitter what is the happening what is the psychological pressure has been exerted in the twitter itself the europeans may be seen they had liberated india but according to me they are so fed up on leaving the india to indians itself because the india is a huge gold mine the resource is not only present in the gold or silver or the iron or technologies which they invented or not the culture the main gold is the people's mind that's what they could not able to take the control over thank you for listening and keep tuning to lot of podcasts in sasikolindi okay until then it's a bye 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 bijamudu bijamudu tan 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 tan